a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah... Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people on RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot and Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. Yep, it's Friday night, 12th of May. Welcome to it. Hello, Diane. Craig, and how are you today? I'm pretty good. We've had a wild weather day here this afternoon in north-central Nebraska. We were in a tornado warning for a little while, but that kind of blew over. We did get a lot of lightning, a lot of thunder, a lot of rain. It's still raining. Uh, It's supposed to rain most of the evening uh, tonight, but about two and a half hours south and east of us, they had... Uh, a tornado on the ground in the small town of Spalding, Nebraska. And uh, I don't know, maybe some of our listeners are familiar with the name Reed Timmer. He is a nationally known uh, storm chaser. Uh, He was in Nebraska and actually intercepted that tornado at Spalding and did so in a live-streamed event that I was watching on YouTube. So it was pretty exciting. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. He wow. was uh he and his crew were in the uh Dominator 3 storm chasing vehicle that he and his team actually designed from the ground up. And I was just showing before we went on the air, I was just showing Diana a picture of that thing. And if Batman had a tank, that's what it would look like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's kind of an ugly thing. <laughs> well, it's look, those things aren't made to be pretty. They're made to not blow away because, uh, you know, Timmer, unlike a lot of storm chasers, their goal is to drive right into the tornado and collect data. And um, so it's it's a very interesting vehicle. It's it, it even has hydraulic spikes that go down into the ground to anchor it into the ground. So... Um, it's it's a very odd, very strange looking vehicle. It's it's not going to win a beauty contest, but you know, it serves yeah. its purpose, and it did today because they actually managed to intercept the tornado. They they actually got right in its path. The tornado came right through them, uh, and then moved uh-huh. off. Came came from the left of them and and moved right through them to the right, and you could see tree branches and, and tree root balls and all sorts of things slamming into the side of their vehicle and <laughs> yeah it was it was pretty pretty good now they did have some damage in spalding um 
tore up some buildings uh, along the edge of town. It looked like uh, probably the, they had a, a good deal of roof damage in town. Snapped off some power poles like they were toothpicks. So they're going to have some a uh, couple of weeks, three, four weeks of cleanup down there, to say the least. But I hope nobody got hurt. Well, you live in, you know, Hurricane Hurricane Alley, Tornado Alley. So you've got to expect this. Yeah, we do. And this is the time of year for it. So it's it's been an interesting afternoon uh, in the central part, north central part of Nebraska. Uh, still raining. Uh, still got some lightning. Uh, that sort of thing, and and probably will throughout most of the evening. So I hope we don't lose power. I hope we're able to do the full-hour show. I'm sure we will. There's a couple of interesting things that have been happening in the news over the past couple of days. And, Diane, you and I are going to cover just two topics tonight because there's a lot Mm -hmm. to be said about both topics. Let's start with the immediate situation at the southern border. And I think to say it's a crisis is probably a gross understatement. I don't call it a crisis. I've never called it a crisis. I refer to the southern border by one word and one word alone, invasion. That's true. Yep. And I have always done that in my writings, in my talking about it. It is an invasion from day one. Because here it is, you have people coming up to this country who know it's against the law what they're doing, and yet they come. And yes, we know why they're coming, not only for the promise free stuff, but, you know, in payment is their vote. Right. But they're coming, nevertheless. And yes, there are women, and yes, there are children, and yes, there are families. But the vast majority are young men who would basically fall into the category of military age. Well, it's and an we invasion, all, folks. And we also know there's a lot of human trafficking going on down yes. there, a lot of drug trafficking going on down. And, and you can thank the drug cartels from Mexico for both of those things. Um, a, a good number of the people, and I mean, you know, first of all, I guess maybe what we should talk about is the numbers because uh, it, so far it's been well over a million, almost two million illegal aliens have come across so far this year, and we're not even halfway into the year. Right. And it's growing and growing and growing. I mean, today alone, there were thousands who came across. And it's just going to get worse as the day goes on. Because here it is, we have the National Guard there, both the American, the main National Guard, as well as Abbott's people. But they've been, you know, given instructions, help process them. Well, process them for what? I mean, that's that's my question, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up because process them for what? Biden wanted to process them, and I'm using my air quotes, wanted, right. wanted to process them and then release them without any court dates. Thankfully, a federal judge blocked that. Well, guess what? My great governor, Ron DeSantis, and hopefully the next president of the United States, has signed into effect today. There will be no migrants entering, migrants, illegals 
entering Florida unless they have guaranteed court dates. Well, uh, you know, and that's that's a good thing, but how do you guarantee they'll show up for the court date? The whole point is none of them are getting the court dates now. They're so overrun. What Ron did was basically cut this off at the pass here for Florida. And that's what all the governors need to do. You want to send them here? You have to have this, 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 and this. Basically all your ducks in a row or they ain't coming here. Well, and that's a good and, thing. I'm, I'm glad Ron, I keep forgetting you're on a first name basis with I Governor DeSantis. <laughs> it's yeah. just because, you know, I I really think as as good a president as Trump, you know, Trump was and would be, I think, and everybody knows this of me at this point, I think it's time we turn it over to the next generation. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, what Ron did today... You know, I mean, it, it just it just makes me smile. You know, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad he did that. But you know, okay, so they they if they come in and they've got a guaranteed court date, there's still no guarantee they'll ever show up for the court date. But the thing is, if they're let's say you ship, just use a round number, ten illegals into Florida. And there's this law in place. Okay, they're here in Florida. We know where they are. If they don't show up for their court date, you send the authorities, you round them up, and you ship them the hell out of here. Yeah, but I, and, and that's all good on paper, but I, I guess maybe, maybe I'm cynical, but... Okay, let's let's use your number. Let's say they 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 ship ten illegals into Florida. Those ten have a court date. You know where they are. How do you keep them in Florida? They're they're going to disperse. You know, I mean, they're, they, they just but are. They wouldn't know. But they wouldn't know. What I'm thinking is that they wouldn't know when the authorities would come. They'd that's, be that's taking a, good point. a gamble. Do we stay here? And if they decide to leave and run, good riddance. Probably oh, yeah. solved. That's that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. Um, yeah. Greg Abbott uh, yesterday and today, uh, between the two days, sent two busloads of illegal aliens, literally, to Kamala Harris's house in Washington D.C. <laughs> Not he didn't no, just send them. Didn't just send them, you know, to Washington D.C. The bus dropped them off at Kamala Harris's house. I I love it. I you know, you want to be a sanctuary city, a sanctuary state. You've signed on to this. Well, guess what? It's time to pay the piper. In fact, going on in New York right now, Adams, New York City's joke of a mayor decided to round up some of the illegals and ship them upstate to, I believe it was Dutchess County. And the mayor of the county is fuming. I mean, he was on Fox. He was all over the TV today saying, you're not sending this here. You might be a sanctuary city. My county is not. And then the governor is stepping in. We're a sanctuary state. But then states have right, I mean, um, counties and cities and municipalities have rights also. 
So it's a whole fiasco right now in New York. They're shipping them to Chicago. Chicago's having a fit. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Chicago here in just a minute. But in in that county in New York that you're talking about upstate, do you know what? I'm not sure if it's Duchess or or Rockland. It's one of those. Okay, but what, what, what towns are we talking about up there? Very um, upper middle class town, shall we yeah, say? But any, any, like I guess anywhere near Buffalo, or I mean, oh no, 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 no. This is um, on the on the right side, sort of straight up from New York City. Okay, you, you would go through Westchester. You'd go through. Um, I think it's. Rock. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't need and Putnam and um, I'm trying to think where the the um, mi- uh, not Middletown. Um, it doesn't really matter where specifically famous, where that famous outlet mall is. The Commons. Okay, it, <laughs> it's it doesn't, not far it, from that area. It doesn't really matter specifically. I'm just thinking if it's far enough upstate, wait till those watermelons get a load of upstate New York winters. Upstate they're not, New York suck. It's a reason I came down here so young. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. Wait till they get a load of one of the winters in upstate New York. Holy moly. Right. You know. Right. Um, now, you mentioned Chicago. Uh, over in Chicago... Uh, the powers that be in Chicago, and we all know uh, they're all left-wingers, right? They are furious with the busloads of illegals being sent there because they're afraid, get this, that the illegals will ruin the black communities. Well, the whole point, and I'm not going to go into detail about this because I will be doing this in a uh, not next week's article, folks, but the article uh, beyond that. The whole point of the illegals is basically for their votes and do so even if it means watering down the votes of black Americans because you get enough illegals in here and most of them are Hispanic. And I do not mean this against any Hispanics, but most of them are Hispanic in nature. They will outnumber the blacks. So the Democrats could afford in their minds to lose the black vote as long as they pick up the Hispanic vote. Yeah. And and here's the ironic part of this. The black community in Chicago, those black neighborhoods, historically vote in lockstep for liberals. Right. Right. And now they're they're shipping the illegal aliens into those neighborhoods, and mm-hmm. the the powers that be in those neighborhoods are irate because the illegal aliens will take jobs at a lower wage than will the the black people in those communities. So they're worried about economic ruin in, in those communities. Well, you know what? You should have thought about that. For the last 50, 60 years when you've been doing nothing but voting for liberals. Because 
They don't care about you. They only pretend to care about you. And you're yesterday's news. If if you're a black American, you are now yesterday's news because the new black is illegal immigration. Exactly. And and I don't even call it an immigration, Craig. It's not immigration. They're not coming here legally. Right. And the I, ones that are really suffering are the people that have been on our waiting list for 10, 15, 20 years to come here. Right. Doing it the what right way. What we're getting now, what we're doing is we're getting lower class people, except for maybe there are some Venezuelans very wealthy Venezuelans that are trying to, you know, escape Maduro, except for a small number, you were talking about a lower class of people. And I don't mean that with any disrespect. It's just reality of the countries that they came from. Just an economic reality. Exactly. It's, it's not the, the brain pool that you hope you will get with immigration They are pushing aside black Americans who have been here way longer than they have. And it's just unfair all the way around. Not only that, it's hurting them also. Why don't they stay and fight for their own country? Yeah, see, that's something I just, I'll never understand, you know. Um, I understand, you know, there a lot of them are involved, you know, living in a country that's run by dictatorships. Sure. And, and voting doesn't really do anything, you know. But why not? Why not take a stand by force and retake Revolution. your country? You know. Revolution. Yeah. Um, it's ironic to me that members of the black community are now upset because. For years, conservatives have have said that illegal aliens flooding into our country is a recipe for economic disaster. Okay, and they're right. And yes, but the the black community, and again, uh, a lockstep voting block for liberals, have always called us racist because we said that. You know, these conservatives are just racist. Well, now, faced with the reality of having the illegal aliens bust directly into their communities, as in Chicago, as in New York City, now the the lockstep black vote for liberals is irate because it's going to bring economic disaster to their neighborhoods and their communities. It's what we've been telling them for years, and, and they've called us racist. Well, what they're basically seeing now is that they've been used. I and when hope a group so. of people finds out that they've been used, they will respond in the voting booth. I hope that's they got, right. Black America got a slap in the face big time with this illegal nonsense. Yeah, that's true. That's no very group true. has probably been hurt more by the illegal invasion than black Americans. And, and, and they're the, finally seeing it. And that's going to continue because now Title 42 is gone. Ended right. at midnight last night. And uh, Biden and the liberal machine, 
They're looking for any way possible to get as many illegal aliens into this country as possible without having those illegal aliens face any consequences, any court dates, any ramifications, any deportations. Uh, and, And yet now we got Mayorkas going in front of reporters and saying there's no problem at the border. The border's secure. Bull crap. The border was never secure. If the most, at least that I can remember in recent time, the securest our border has ever been was when Trump was president. We right. had the lowest number crossing while he was president. But, but that did not serve the Democrat agenda of building, building up their voting pool. They made a conscious decision based on numbers to throw black Americans under the bus. Exactly. Okay, it was a very conscious decision. And many black leaders are now seeing that and spreading that information out within the black communities. This will serve our side well come 2024. However, we're still going to get stuck paying for these people. They're talking about cutting Medicare and Medicaid you know, to, to funnel monies over to the welfare programs to take care of the new browning of America, if you will. This is a nightmare, but nobody is affected more than America's black communities. Well, and, and, and let, me, furious. let me just shine a different light on, on some of this economic situation being brought about by this. Okay. How many colleges in this country now offer free tuition to illegals? Okay. If you're if you're an American citizen and you're going to college A, you've got to pay through the nose for your tuition. Yep. All right. Yep. But if you're an illegal alien in this country illegally breaking our laws by simply coming across here, you may be a criminal. Even I mean, outside of breaking our law to get in here, you may have been a criminal before you broke our law to get in here. You're going to get free tuition for college? Really? Well, there's reports circulating that a lot of these young men that are now being allowed in have been released from their country's jails. Oh, happy they days. Were no good. They were no good in their own countries, and now they're going to be no good here. We're going to see crime increasing across the board. What Biden is allowing is the emptying of certain Latin American countries in order to raise the Democrat voting bloc. Yeah, but we don't have a crime problem in this country. The, the Biden regime will tell you that. You know, and they they literally came out yesterday and said, if you think there's a crime problem, it's all in your head. You know, well, you're importing criminals and and you don't think that's going to cause more of a problem than we already have. You know, and I'll tell you somebody else, you know, we've talked already uh, in this segment about how this is a slap in the face to black Americans. It's also a huge slap in the face to everybody who has immigrated to this country by legal means, who stood That's in line, who paid I the said. price 
who've done right. the, done it the right way, who've come over here yeah. for the right reasons, wherever they come from. This is a direct bitch slap to every single immigrant, and I don't care where they're from, but every right. single immigrant who has ever come to this country by the proper means. Right, and it's only going to get worse because we are seeing millions of people coming here They are every single one of them. I don't care what the media says. I don't care what Biden says. They knew that they did not have the legal right to come here, but yet they're coming here. So guess what? Every single one of them is a criminal. And nowhere in our Constitution does it say America has to take in criminals. Yeah, I've... I've looked for that in the Constitution. I can't find it. No, that's because I, it's not there. You know, I, I, maybe I'm looking in the wrong place. I don't know. But. What's very annoying about this is there are a number of solutions to stop it. Won't go into detail, but there are numerous solutions. Yeah. And they're all being overlooked. Because Biden wants the votes. He needs these votes for 2024. As the blacks turn on him, he needs to replace those votes. And this is what this is all about, folks. Yep. All of this was always about vote garnering. Don't think it was, oh, we're going to help these people. No. It was about vote garnering, plain yeah. and simple. There was a case yesterday where uh, a child, uh, an illegal immigrant child, died. Mm-hmm. Okay. Biden was asked about that today. He's, you know, sitting there in the White House. He had some dignitary sitting with him. I don't know who that was. Okay. But, you know, they, they do a little, you know, handshake and, and little chit chat. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And and then afterwards, you know, reporters shout questions. And a reporter asked Biden directly about the the illegal alien child that died. And do you know what Biden's response was to that? What? He sat there and giggled and laughed. Oh, yeah. Well, let me tell you something about that child, Craig. It was a seventeen and a half year old uh, uh, right. male. Right. That's but, not a child. Well, that's but a not, young adult. I, I don't care. I don't care if it was a forty five year old. Okay, that doesn't yeah. really matter. the The person died. Right. Okay. Uh, it was an unaccompanied minor. Right. Okay. Now, Biden gets asked about that. And his response is to sit there and giggle and laugh. Imagine, if you will, had a reporter asked President Trump about an illegal alien who died. Mm-hmm. And if if Trump had just sat there giggling and laughing. Imagine the outrage from the mainstream media. Okay, well, let me, besides that, let me say something about this 17 and a half year old male. I don't have verification at this point, but from certain things I have been reading, this young man was ill to begin yes. with. Came from Honduras. 
Yes. And, this was and, not a healthy person. Yes. Right. That they're saying there was some underlying medical condition, you know, and and uh, the 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 person got here ill. This unaccompanied minor got here ill uh, and yeah. died in U.S. custody. That is all beside the point. The point is. When asked about it, Biden just sat there giggling and laughing like a 12-year-old girl. Imagine if President Trump had had the same response to anybody who was illegally in this country dying. Imagine how the mainstream media would have eviscerated President Trump and Biden, not a word. You know what? It would never happen from Trump. He would not do that. The reason this kind of stuff is going on from Biden is because the man is not in his right mind. You have proof of that right here. But back to that young man. That man, I don't know what illness he had, but there are now reports coming out of Texas. There are people that are sick, not just COVID sick, but all sorts of kind of nasty sick. And watch we start seeing an uptick in diseases within our own country. Well, none of these people are being vetted. We don't know what kind of diseases they're bringing in here. We don't even know who these people are. No. No. And that's not, that, folks, is not immigration. It is invasion. Yeah, and and this invasion is being propagated by the regime in power. Right. It's it's just stunning when you get right down. I can to it. see them there. I can see them there. They're so you know loony with an abacus. Okay, we got this m- number of black votes. Let's pull the you know the beads <laughs> over there. Oh, but we got triple the amount of illegal votes. So let's keep those over here. I mean, this whole administration is a joke. Yeah, the, the the one big takeaway from all this, and nobody else in the media is talking about this, if you are a black American, according to the liberal agenda, you are yesterday's news. They have no more use for you. That's right. I mean, it's just that and a lot of A lot of black leaders are starting to see that and getting that out into black communities. I think the 2024 election, no matter who eventually is our nominee, I think you're going to see the biggest switch in black voters ever. I hope so. Diane, we've hit the bottom of the hour. That means we got to take a quick break. Now, when we come back, we're going to be talking about the Biden family crime syndicate because there's all sorts of news that has broken over the last 24 to 48 hours regarding that. So, folks, stay with us. There's more Right Side Patriots after that. Listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. 
Hi guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, Check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor, getting you through the Friday night edition of the show. If you miss any part of this show, you're going to miss a lot. So what you want to do is go to RSPRadio1.com tomorrow, click the podcast button, and catch up on anything you may have missed. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hey, while you're over there at RSPRadio1.com, folks, you can get the link to Diane's latest op-ed and my latest commentary and share those links everywhere you can while you're at it. Mm-hmm. All right. You so will the, have the podcast up, or I should say I will have the podcast up between 6 and 7 tomorrow morning. Well, I'll, I'll correct you. We will have the podcast up because you can't put it up unless I send it to you. So it's a we thing. That's true. <laughs> That's so let, true. I stand corrected. Let's talk about the Biden family crime syndicate because over the last 24 to 48 hours, boy, have we gotten an earful uh, from the House Oversight Committee. Um, James yes. Comer, uh, Congressman Comer, um, and and uh, crew, they have been doing the legwork and the deep digging on this stuff. And you know, just like you know, we talk about numbers uh, when it comes to the illegal invasion across our southern border. There are numbers here we need to talk about too. In fact, the Biden family crime syndicate has more than twenty fraudulent LLCs, which they use to launder money, and they have gotten well over $10 million from foreign entities, and so far, they've only examined the records from four of the 12 banks the Biden family crime syndicate uses to launder their ill-gotten gains. Yeah, and this was ex- uh, exposed by the House Oversight Committee. Uh, they, a couple of days ago, released a 36-page memo that actually accused members of the Biden family of earning millions of dollars during Joe's term as vice president. And the monies were gotten from a Chinese and Romanian companies They that, you know... Um, the government is now saying posed a potential threat to the U.S. And here it is. You have the vice president and his family doing business with them. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, very um, interesting. You, you know, one of the ones we didn't hadn't really heard much about until the last couple of days was the Romanian deal, right? Right. And right. here's here's one of the interesting tidbits that came out from the Oversight Committee investigation is that Hunter's ex-wife knew about the Romanian deal, at least knew about $120,000 worth of it because she wanted half of that in the divorce settlement. Right, right. You know, everybody, everybody, Diane, in the whole Biden family is getting payoffs from... You know, Russia, from China, from Romania, from Ukraine, and and several other countries. Including Everybody, the grandchildren. Yes, I, the only person in the whole family not getting any money from this is the four-year-old grandchild of Joe's that he and Hunter will not acknowledge exists. Right. Even though the DNA has actually already proved that that is Hunter's daughter. Yeah, but but yeah. she's not getting any money. But everybody else nope. in the family is, you know, James and, and Joe and Hunter and the ex-wives and the current wives and the kids and the grandkids. I mean, they're all getting payoffs. Yeah. And a question I have brought up on past shows, and I'm going to bring it up again now. I believe, my opinion alone, Obama knew all about this, and if I, if they were to check his records, I think they'd find a little interesting uh, things in his bank records. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. So it's not only your opinion. I share it. Okay. Well, that's that's just a disclaimer. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, look, uh, uh, Joe isn't smart enough and never has been to pull off something like this. Uh, especially right. while the vice president, right, with without mm-hmm. Obama knowing about it. I mean, for goodness sakes, these people were buying influence and, and meetings were being set up inside the White House when, when right. Joe was the VP. You know, so these business partners, use your air quotes, uh, of Hunter Biden's could meet the VP who would then connect those business partners to people higher up and and people in different Mm -hmm. positions like secretaries of state for instance hello hillary wonder how how her bank account looks yeah you know obama so on and so forth oh definitely well i also have a theory you know the term the big guy Mm -hmm. yeah joe uh, joe was the big guy but i think it was a bigger guy and I think some of that alluding to the big guy is not to Joe, but to Obama. Well, I, and see, there I'll, I'll differ with you just a little bit. I think every time they allude to the big guy, they're talking about Joe. But with, with, with more than 20 Shell LLCs, and uh, let, me, let me explain what a Shell LLC is. It's a, a limited liability corporation that's set up for the purpose of laundering money because it's attached to no actual business. Right. And most of those companies, Craig, in case you didn't know, were set up during Biden's vice presidency. Yeah, go figure, right? Yeah. You you know, Mm -hmm. so with, with 20 Shell LLCs laundering money and then dispersing that money, 
Okay. Well, you know, like like where Hunter's emails, you know, from his laptop, you know, mentioned 10% to the big guy and, and doing this for the big guy and doing that for the big guy. They're talking about Joe Biden, but who knows where all of that money got dispersed. We're, we've only examined four of the Biden family's 12 bank accounts. And we've also already found over $12 million that was distributed through more than 20 fake LLCs laundered, okay? And so I think when they're talking about the big guy, they're only talking about Biden. But I think some of that money also got dispersed to other people. And by other people, I mean, again, the the disclaimer, in my opinion, Obama, Mm -hmm. Hillary, um you know, quite possibly other people that were part of the Obama regime, other higher-ups that were in a position uh, to help these countries, uh, you know, financially and, and, you know, through influence peddling. Who knows where all the money went? Well, the words, the two words you said is the reason why I believe Obama is involved in this as well. Influence peddling. Exactly. Who was the prime prize, if you will, that all this was leading up to. It was always Obama. I mean... That, I'm sorry, he is the biggest guy, the the zenith, let's say, of the climb up the ladder. Right. He's the tough point, in my opinion. So let's say you're a Romanian official or a Chinese official or a Ukrainian or a Russian official, okay, if, if your highest aspiration is to get an introduction to the vice president, you're not really in business to make money illegally. You know, you've got to, have, you've got to aim higher than the VP, and I guarantee you they were. But, you know, the big guy, Joe Biden, his job, you know, get in the door through Hunter Meet the big guy, Joe Biden, who will then introduce them to their ultimate goal introduction, whether it be Obama, whether it be Hillary, whether it be, you know, whoever. Um, Biden was the, the, Joe Biden was the guy who would finalize the introductions to maximize those other countries, those foreign countries and foreign nationals. Um, ability to do business. And I I actually think in some cases they just went above Joe. They, they didn't even bother with Joe. Deals were made, get us into Obama. We don't exactly. need Joe. Get us well, into Obama. You know, Joe was the one who could get them to Obama, and they knew that. And that's, that's Not, where... That's where Hunter was making all the money because he could introduce them to Joe. Joe could introduce them to Baraki. You don't always need Joe for that. You could say to Hunter or whoever, look, your dad's off his rocker. We'll give you (laughs) some extra. We'll give you some extra monies. Just get us. We know you're in with Obama as well. I don't know that. I, you know, I question again. Maybe uh, I'm cynical. My yeah, it's, maybe, my, it's my opinion. Maybe my cynical attitude 
plays a part in this, but I don't know that Hunter being strung out on crack and and hooking up with with hookers and although I don't know that he had the pull to actually get somebody directly from Romania into the Oval Office. I, oh, I just I, don't know. You know, we think of Hunter and rightly so as, you know, whore addicted, crack addicted, whatever. But that was not a daily basis. No, okay. but I, I just don't know if he periods. had the There were many, many periods. No, that family, those two families, they were tied together. It could be. Could be. I just, I just don't it's know. Just, it's my opinion. It's my gut feeling. Feeling. We're all missing, including the committee. We're all missing something here. Biden picked Obama. I mean, Obama picked Biden as his running mate for a reason. Okay, and that reason was Biden had already had experience being in the Senate for so long, dealing with foreign companies, foreign persona, whatever. Obama didn't have it. That's very true. Okay, so he used Biden. Biden had contacts that he did not have. Hunter, those people would go to Hunter and say, look, we... We know about your dad and whatever. We know his contacts. The big guy, in my mind, Obama, doesn't have that contacts. So let's work around it all. Some more monies will come out and let, get us directly in to Obama. You can do that, Hunter. You know, Hunter, yes, he's a drug addict, etc. But he's also not stupid. No, but he's nuttier than a squirrel turd. In certain social aspects, I agree with you 100%. But he's not an idiot. He's a calculating, vindictive, vicious individual. And those are the most dangerous kind. And people like that have ways of getting things done. Well, and one of the ways, quite frankly, was through these shell LLCs that yes. that, are, that are attached to absolutely no business whatsoever. You know, the Biden family, and this is something else that that we have highly suspected for a long time. But the uh, the House Oversight Committee was able to confirm it over the last couple of days. The fact that the Bidens were raking in. Millions upon millions upon millions of dollars in quote-unquote business deals, and yet nobody can figure out what the business was. Because none of these LLCs are connected to any known legitimate business. The Biden family is making millions and millions of dollars for nothing. Right. Well... You know, I have another, it's it's not really a question, but, you know, influence peddling in itself has to be looked at also playing devil's advocate as something that's been going on forever amongst the wealthy and people in power. Right. Okay, this is not new 
to Biden. Nobody ever seems to be charged with anything. And something that everybody has forgotten, except me, I believe, is the fact that right now, as our laws are written, the President of the United States can pardon anyone even before they were arrested or brought to trial. That's exactly now, in, right. In the, case, in the case of Hunter, yes, it's nepotism. But you can circumnavigate that as well. There are so many loopholes in everything. Our laws, folks, are not as cut and dry as people think. There's loophole after loophole after loophole. And we might very well find a leak that soon an arrest of Hunter is going to be made. Obama, I mean Obama, Biden runs into his office, pardons his son. We can't do a damn thing about it. Well, and I'll take that a step further. Because Biden, in his occupancy of the Oval Office, can, in fact, pardon himself. That's right. And, you know, so, you know, just wait for it, because down the road, you're going to see a spate of pardons come out for all the different members of the Biden family who have been receiving these payoffs. Yes, that's right. And everybody is forgetting that. I mean, a couple, um, maybe about a week ago or so, I put up a silly little Facebook block about this thing with pardons and people i mean i'm getting messages a week later oh my god he's gonna pardon everybody hello so in a way we're kind of wasting our time going after them but we're letting the public know what these people are to maybe you know sway some some Fence sitters for 2024. Exactly. Here it is. You have a crime organization, a crime family running our government. If well, they're doing this to make themselves wealthy, they're doing everything they can to take what you have away from you to give to the people who will vote for them and keep them in office. This is a vicious cycle. Well, and the ugly, the the other side of that ugly coin, Diane, is the fact that the man who was the VP and now occupies the Oval Office is compromised, and that is yes. a national security issue. That is a crime against America. That is and a he can crime. Still pardon yeah. himself. I, I I understand that, but people need to understand how dire this is and how deep this yes. goes. Our, the, the, the occupant of the Oval Office is compromised with the nations that actually hate us and could go to war against us. China, yes. Russia, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, and, and vicariously because of those two, uh, places like North Korea and Iran. Um, yes. You know, this is a national security issue. They've and got they've got Joe Biden by the short hairs, and thus they have the U.S. by the short hairs. Well, we need to bring something 
in here involving these other countries. And I cannot stress this enough to people. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Joe and Hunter were involved with Ukraine. We all know that Bersima and other things. That was done not while Zelensky has been president. That was done with the previous president of Ukraine who was supported, supported and bolstered by Obama. And there you got another Obama connection into this. Zelensky has nothing to do with this. I don't care what the the people who don't support him say. True. He wasn't even true. in office when all this was going on. Yep, 100% correct. You got to remember who the president was and who which of our presidents supported the knowingly crooked president of Ukraine. That was Obama, folks. The House Oversight Committee is nowhere near done with their investigation. No. They're they're actively trying to get the records from more of the 12 banks. Like I said, they've okay. only been able to examine the records of four of the 12 banks that the Biden family okay. crime syndicate has been using to launder their ill-gotten gains. The House Oversight Committee, uh, Congressman James Comer uh, and the rest uh, of that committee are really doing the deep dive. Now, like Diane says, and I fully understand it, and I fully believe it, there will be no arrests because there will be pardons. But if you can get the truth out between now and the 2024 election, those people, like Diane said, independent people, people that might be sitting on the fence, people that are wondering, you know, they're going to they're gonna get that information. They're going to wind up seeing. I don't care that the mainstream media won't touch it because they won't. But you, you're not going to be able to escape this. It's going to be everywhere. And right. people will see this. People will read this. People will hear the, this type of information. Diana and I will keep an eye on it. We'll keep bringing it to you, um, you know, as it comes. And hopefully they will look at this. Some people will say, I can't vote for that because it is a national security issue and they're crooked and they're crooks and they're stealing money and and they're doing all this stuff wrong. And I'll tell you something. Yes, they can pardon, you know, they they can all be pardoned and Joe can pardon himself. Okay. Mm -hmm. But when they do that, it's an admission of guilt. Oh, of course it is. Absolutely. People need to keep that in mind. Die-hard Democrats, the ones who vote straight party line, no matter what the issue is, will still support them. And something we have to keep in the back of our minds, guys, is the voting fraud is still going to be going on in 2024 because no one is doing anything to address it now. It's true. It's absolutely true. Um it's been a it's been a wild twenty four to forty eight hours <clears throat> between what's happening at the border, between what's happening with the Biden family crime syndicate, all this information that's coming out. We know the investigations are ongoing. We can foreshadow the future as far as pardons are concerned because we know that's coming. Come on, don't don't anybody fool yourselves. You know, yeah. Um, if if you're waiting to see. Joe and Hunter perp walked in there. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. No. 
just just not going to happen. The idea now is to get the information out there so that the most people possible understand the true nature of what's going on. That's and why to we're going to keep gonna on keep, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, to that's keep hammering on it. That's why Diana and I are going to stay on it. Um, we're we're going to follow this uh, as far as it goes. We hope more bank records float to the surface sometime soon so we can see how much more, how, how much deeper, you know, this goes. But, Diane, what do you have coming up on next Tuesday's show? Next Tuesday, okay. Ah, I have an article. Well, what is the title might give it away? Hold on a second, guys. <laughs> I... I I can tell you the title. America's America's Nightmare Number 44 Times Over. Yeah, interesting title. Yeah, Yeah. 44 should kind of be a key, folks. It's a tip-off. It's a little tip-off. Yeah, It's a a tip-off, yeah. Um, I'm covering Bud Light and the Woke Dystopian Shakedown. Um, this week in my commentary, I talked, you know, mentioned in towards the end of it that this coming week, I'm going to let folks know exactly how this whole Bud Light thing started, what's behind it and who is behind it. Preface that with, in your opinion, because you can have some loon out there going, well, Craig said, blah, blah, it's, blah, you know, it's, it's in, it's all in the commentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and, and then hopefully I'm going to get a break from having to write about this Bud Light crap. Well, maybe you'll get as long a break as I do from COVID crap. Well, that's not very encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) I was hoping I was a little more optimistic than that. Thanks a lot. Yeah. What can I say? Yeah. (laughs) So that's what we got coming up next week, okay? Um, You know, and we'll keep an eye on all the news that's breaking and happening, uh, not only in our country, but around the world. And we'll bring all of that to you uh, as time allows. Yes. And look for our breaking news because we sometimes put up things before the um, media does. That's absolutely true. RSPRadio1.com is where you want to go. You can get the links to Diane's op-eds, my commentaries, and all sorts of other news, plus the podcast button. So if you miss any part of the show, you can always go back and listen to it again. But with that, Diane, you and I have run out of time. Yes, we have. So with that, nighty-night, folks. Folks, have yourselves the best weekend you can possibly have, and we'll catch up with you again on Tuesday. Bye-bye.